Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. Center of the Galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Rank. Me and a guest, ranking things in Star Wars doesn't get more fun than that, which is why we have Captain Fun, Joseph Scrimshaw, here today. <laughs> I am very, very honored uh, with my promotion to Captain Fun. Yeah, you were Sergeant Fun, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, some a party in, in early 2020 promoted you. Excellent, uh, excellent. I'll do everything I can to not be demoted. Nah, it's hard to get demoted once you once you've reached that level of fun. 
It's always in everyone's memory. Uh, we are going to be having uh, fun today doing this Star Wars Ranked. We've been doing some uh, fun. Uh, I keep that fun's my word of the day. We keep <laughs> doing uh, deeper episodes on the big show, the main show, diving in, and, 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 and we go through big themes on Star Wars Ranked. And sometimes it's just fun to look at them toys. So, Joseph, today we're going to continue our series on ranking our favorite Star Wars figures. And today we are going to move on up into nearly the modern times, which is hard to believe this is already like seven years ago, but we are going to the Saga Legends series, two lines, 2013, 2014, and then 2014, 2015, where we're going to squish them into one. Joseph, let's talk about first the state of Star Wars figures around 2013. Yeah, it's very weird looking at that. You know, we use that Jedi business site and they handily break everything down. And, you know, we've got power of the force and then power of the Jedi and, and things get a little muddy. But man, starting like early 2010s uh, to mid 2010s, it gets so muddy and stoppy starty where they'll be, well, there's this line. Actually, there's only seven figures and they stopped. And oh, it's this line, but it's only just exclusives and and battle packs and oh and then they kind of get this this restart really with saga legends and then the black series three and three quarter and i'm fascinated because this is the moment that it seems like the shift happened that we're still living through where Mm -hmm. there was an acknowledgement that okay i think you know fans who grew up with the original trilogy and honestly fans who grew up with the prequels want the detailed you know 8,000 uh, points of articulation just in Admiral Akbar's neck and, you know, the most detailed, the most obscure, let's go crazy. And then with this line, it seems like there's also a concern of like, wait, we need to go back to basics in every way, shape and form for the kids in theory. Yeah, uh, that that uh, that line you talk about some of the uh, the articulation attempts in the previous line. We can't rank it. I think there's like six figures in that. They all move wonderfully, uh, but not so much in this one. In fact, uh, the first one on my list when we get to it is is on my list because I think it's actually kind of beautiful and how bad it is for a modern figure. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be talking about that. Uh, and this was also an era too, Joseph, where now, uh, you know, we're 2013. The new era has begun, but we haven't yet really seen anything, though we do get into some Rebels figures here in this line. And for folks like you and me, we're in the digital media world now. We're doing podcasts. We're talking Star Wars. And now there was this uh, renewed interest in these figures and their tie-ins and, and recapturing not just the nostalgia, but but just allowing us to to get to celebrate Star Wars figures again on a big, big scale. So that that's part of the fun looking at these lines, too, just kind of even going back to recent nostalgia of this new wave of figures and toys that were coming. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. This is this line is fascinating because it bridges uh, just on like for me personally, it bridges me deciding to move to Los Angeles, moving to Los Angeles, and meeting you and starting to do Jedi Alliance and leading to Force Center. That's all like tied up in in these this specific set of two, you know, the Saga Legends line. That's. That's awesome. So, so now when you, we see a Saga Legends uh, a figure on card at a convention, we just we just hear music in the background. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, sentimental bar. music. First memory, sharing a bar, a drink at the bar at the WonderCon LA Comic Con, <laughs> no, LA Comic Con venue. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, it's it, and just going back to especially Rebels, and I've been doing the the Rebels rewatch really for the first time, even though I've seen episodes 
multiple times or focused on a couple episodes on rewatch, but to go back and, and, and take in the series episode by episode in order again, it takes it back to that weird time, 2013, 2014 with rebels of just like, we didn't know what was coming. Our expectations were obviously high. Some people, those expectations weren't met for them and others like us, uh, we threw those expectations out the window and started to look at Star Wars a little differently and still having some expectations. But uh, I think our expectations for figures has remained pretty high, uh, Joseph. And uh, that's that's part of something that factors into these lists, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, I wanted to ask you about that because I think we've talked about it before. But since it's such a thing with these figures, so they had the Black Series three and three quarter. And that's where you went for the multiple articulation. And these were back to the five points of articulation. Uh, much simpler molds, uh, and sometimes, uh, you know, according to the enthusiasts uh, on Jedi business, you know, not as good a paint jobs in that. It really went back to basics. Do you do you have the strong dislike for five points of articulation that other collectors do? Uh, I don't think I do. I think there that, that could definitely be has some nostalgia going on there. I am looking as you're, as you're talking, I'm looking across to uh, some of the figures I have on display on a, on a bulletin board, on a cork board, all in, in, uh, you know, in box mint condition kids, but I'm looking at them and I can't from here. It's like, I, they're not there. It doesn't matter. The Radis, which I have, which is probably five points versus the Leia uh, vintage collection, a couple spots over, which probably has more articulation. Uh, I think I do love them equally. And that just might be because, might be because I was raised with <laughs> the, five, the five points. Yeah, I, I was curious what your reaction was, because I think for me, it's partially I was raised with the five point, And I think the way that I collect them, you know, I don't take them out of the package that often. And I don't put them in these super creative dynamic poses that I see other people doing in their, you know, their cool uh, desk area. And they have like a, a lineup of clone troopers in the most dynamic positions possible, which is cool. For me, it's it's the nostalgia and it's I often leave them in the package or just standing there like little statues. And I think because to me, they're little, you know, idols almost, you know, they're just little holders of meaning. The five points doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. But I understand where people are coming from as collectors when it, when it does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at it. You know, we're living in a sideshow hot toys world and black series world, which I, which I, yeah, as much as I love them, I don't, I, yeah, I'm like you, I don't, I don't take a, a lot of them out more for storage issues than anything. Um, but yeah, there's, so that's part of the fun of this saga legend series. I think there's, there's some charm in the fact that like, Hey, let's go back to some basics while we also have the other stuff going on as well. And, and, and to a note for those uh, listening, the, the black series three and three quarter line, I'm sure we'll tackle it at some point. It, it, it kind of came out around the same time, but we decided to go this direction. I, I just think black series uh, is its own kind of thing. And we'll figure out uh, how best to conquer that when we, uh, when the time comes. Yeah. So on that, we are going to begin our list five to one saga legend series combining the 2013, 14 and 2014, 15 lines into one big mishmash. Joseph, we're going to begin the list with your number five. Uh, my number five is really the beginning of a journey. <laughs> uh, it is uh, one that I definitely saw in the stores and I'm realizing that's part of why this, this set is different. This is the set that was out by the time I had a smartphone. And I'm remembering that I thought I don't have room. I don't have money, but I like looking at them. So now that I have a smartphone, I can just take pictures of them. So I never owned this set, 
but I took a picture of it. It is this mission series they have of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul. And this is uh, it's a nice two-pack. It is a, a pretty good, pretty straightforward uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I would say, with a more unkempt hair. And he's got the uh, Clone Wars era, just uh, the wrist armor. I think at that point, it's mostly just for uh, communication. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's got a really different Darth Maul because it is Darth Maul around the era of him starting to take over Mandalore. So his legs are uh, a little bit calmer. <laughs> He's still got the big kind of uh, metal brace around his waist, but the uh, sort of uh, black and sort of gray uh, outfit. Um, and then a, a little bit more mature face that really looks like he uh, just spilled his morning coffee. <laughs> he looks like a part of the power of the dark side is just being grumpy. Um, so cool figures, but also can I'm 99% sure Seeing this pack at Target is how I learned that Darth Maul came back. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, go. that's that's like getting a a a breakup message via like a, a friendster message. Wow, that's uh... <laughs> yeah. It was just it was a yeah. pretty big shock because I've told you my Clone War stories uh, many yeah. times, but it's also a time where things were changing because this was also the time in my career where I always did. Uh, genre pop culture Star Wars jokes but at conventions quietly away from the rest of my career and this is where a uh, time in life where my career was taking off because of pop culture and Star Wars and genre so mm. I was really getting interested reinterested in Star Wars because I felt like um, this can be not just a part of my life and my fandom but my career so I was getting interested in I should really I should really go back and check out that Clone Wars I'm hearing rumbles that it's good and like what? Darth Maul came back and I was hooked. Yeah, that's see, there you go. Toys, marketing. It's all a symbiotic circle. Yeah. This is a great pack. And I am looking uh on the Jedi Business website. They have looking at the Obi-Wan, and they have a shot that's just like a headshot, like mid-chest up. And he it looks yeah, uncumped hair, as he say, unkempt hair as he say, is is it's it's just a rough mess of, of wonderful Kenobi locks, but the beard is thick. It's professorial. He looks like he's about to teach some kind of poetry class to troubled youths at a private school. And uh, it is, <laughs> it's, it's intense. He looks like, he looks like he's on a wall at a, at, a, at like a museum. Like, Oh, this is professor Kenobi. He, uh, he wrote many poems. Oh yeah. I definitely want to hear James Arnold Taylor say carpe diem now. <laughs> he is standing on a desk telling the kids to seize all of the days and uh what i like about the mall too this it's it's actually really good uh detailed face uh, i do like uh, the face um and yeah there's some age to it like you said because let's not forget he's he's uh he's an old guy too and those uh old guys fighting in the desert there but i like his pants if you if you glance it by it looks like he's got cargo shorts on <laughs> if you do look really quick, yeah, it does look like he's like, well, I'm going to walk into the water later, so I better hike these up. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you do see his really his clear mechanical legs that, yeah, then he's tucked some cargo pants into his mechanical legs. He's, he's just uh, he's, he's ready for a company picnic and I like it. 
Yeah, Love yeah. It. This is so I had to start with that one because it, it really kind of uh, encapsulates my journey. You know, these are two of my very favorite characters, and their relationship is is I think one of the best uh, strange, twisted relationships in all of Star Wars. And I might need to hunt this one down. Uh, it's a good set, a good set there. A great way to start the list. And from there, we're going to my number five, and this is from the um, twenty fifteen uh, side of the of the collection. And this is what I was hinting at. <laughs> it's not the best, but I love it in its own way. Princess Leia Organa. This is Endor. This is the new version, a modern version, if you will, of Combat Poncho Leia. Nice. That's one of my all-time favorite figures is back in the Jedi Alliance days. We do those figure fights. I think that was the the, the figure that eventually won the tournament we held. Uh, this, this one, there's just been historically uh, a real problem trying to capture the face of Carrie Fisher in figure form <laughs> and lately. And with advancements in technology, they have finally it got to a, a level where that I can go. Yep. That's, that's uh, princess lab. This one, uh, not as bad as the infamous messes uh, in the mid nineties or as blank as the ones back in the classic era. This one though, looks she's really upset as if she's just pulled up in a minivan to pick up her kids in the rebellion and take them <laughs> home. Uh, it is, she's, her face is like squished into that Pathfinder uh, helmet there. Um, the, the poncho, because of the, the, the simple nature of the mold and the figures, it's, it's not one of like a, uh, nowadays you'd actually get a hand woven, a poncho created by a, a, a an artiste in a, in a, in a room there. This is a, you know, as here's your poncho, it's one piece. It moves with her legs, but it's pretty, I like the colors it's uh, the, the green stands out. The, the weapon holster uh, really pops. Uh, the blue of her, of her pants, always one of the little underrated parts of that outfit I like. She's got those stripes and the, and the uh, powder blue uh, pants and, and the boots up to the knee, ready to, for stomping through the forest. So it's still, I just like this design as a, as a character in the movie and, and, and figures everywhere. It's just one of the reasons I, I've just always drawn to this, this figure. Um, so I enjoy that it's here. I uh, also enjoy that it's also on some level a swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah, I am totally split. On one hand, this is a great figure. On the other hand, a terrible figure. <laughs> because you are right. It She does look like a soccer mom on Endor, mad that the uh, kids uh, spilled their Capri Sun in the back of the space van. I totally get that vibe. Um, but there's some. I think this is why I sometimes like these and i think it is probably our nostalgia from the kenner toys it's not like a super detailed film realistic it's more like the impression of the idea it's more like the snapshot of the character you hold in your mind it's mm. almost more like you know stylized and kind of like the impression of the character yeah and you do get that with that cool blaster and the holster and oh, all, all the um great descriptions of of that it evokes that costume really really well it does, and and, and and I I'm even drawn to her watch, her her communicator. But as a kid, I was like, Leia has a watch. Oh yeah, <laughs> digital watches, and I had I had a watch that was a had a game on it. Oh my god, and a calculator watch, and Leia had one too in my mind. So it pops on this figure too. <laughs> That's great that she's playing playing Pac Man on her uh, on her watch. Oh man, I remember those days. Uh, before you had a phone, you had a little Casio watch with a game. I had to get a guy on a boat from an island to a ship. It was quite <laughs> a fun time. Oh, childhood. Uh, that is my number five, which means we're up to your number four. 
My number four is also uh, from this second round. And, you know, honestly, almost all of mine are from group packs. There's a couple individual carded uh, people that I really liked, but I a couple of figures that I was more interested in are in the mission series. And the mission series just immediately become interesting to me because as soon as you uh, combine characters, there's these, you know, added dynamics. So my number four is Sabine and Stormtrooper. Uh, this Sabine action figure, uh, obviously I really like Sabine. She's a great character. I have a later action figure of her, uh, but this is uh, such a interesting stylized, um, mm. and that, that's, what's so interesting about this line is a lot of the, uh, characters from the Clone Wars animated series from original prequel, prequel, uh, original and prequel trilogies are a little bit more realistic, but the rebels are a little more stylized. So. Yeah. This is a cool, stylized, uh, very simple, straightforward Sabine. And I really like that it comes with this stylized from Rebels Stormtrooper. Again, really super basic. Almost looks like a retro figure in its yeah. simplicity and the rigidity of the Stormtrooper arms. It looks like uh, Krennic just yelled at this Stormtrooper to stand up straight. <laughs> <laughs> and I love seeing the different Stormtrooper designs on screen brought to life in action figures and for rebels i like how high and pouty the stormtrooper mouth is yes <laughs> so it really just looks like so so grumpy it looks like an emoji of a sad stormtrooper if it could just someone's got to make that just the just the face yeah so it looks like this you buy this action pack and it's sabine of course kicking a stormtrooper's ass because they do yeah. constantly in rebels and the stormtrooper's just like not my day <laughs> you stand up straight on my achievements uh this <laughs> is a great pack i i had the uh sabine i was i was eyeing the sabine figure from for myself here but uh um it didn't make the list this uh this is um again this is this is rebels figures right so the show's out and and we're getting into it and, and we're excited and and to actually start getting these figures in your hands it, it, uh, which i don't have any of these in my hands but i've held them in my hands at stores <laughs> um but this one uh the style i'm glad you you know brought up the stylized nature of these animated figures it really works sabine's got a she's got a little uh little uh, little i don't know a little she's leaned to kind of she's leaning one way kind of like yeah. she's ready to shoot with those blasters uh the detail i know the mask doesn't come off for this one right that was a little bit later yeah that's there's a one that's on the basically the rogue one packaging style that's the one i have okay okay yeah and i know some people uh, remember there was a little bit of uh hey give us one with the mask off which eventually we got but this one works for me yeah and as, as a stormtrooper like i said I, I think that's one of the underrated aspects of rebels is just taking those classic characters, a lot of Macquarie inspired stuff, as we know, but just, you know, I was in, in, in my rewatch, just looking at all these stormtroopers. It's just fun to kind of see this version of them. And they are, they're just kind of hapless, pouty, not having a good day at work. They shouldn't. <laughs> so it works here. I do yeah, want that. Things are not going that stormtroopers way. Oh man, that's great. Uh, yeah, these, uh, this is, what is it? It's not the mission pack. What did you call it? I'm, it's I'm a mistaken. mission series. And the, uh, the card is this fun. Um, and honestly that makes this pack even cooler because yeah. the, the card is a stormtrooper helmet that's been tagged in Sabine style with, mm. uh, the, like, it looks like a painted, uh, airbrushed version of the, uh, rebellion starboard. That's right. Sabine and her art. 
Spain and Earth. That's a good pack. A lot of Rebel stuff in this line. Obviously, it was kind of the main drawing power of the line, and I'm sure it won't be the last time. So that's a great number four, sir. You're you're going battle pack crazy. I am. <laughs> My number four, I guess I'm going Battle of Endor crazy. I'm not leaving it. And I am going to a figure that I think is actually... It, it benefits from the simplicity of the line, and that is Wicket. W. Warwick. Uh, come on, we have a soft spot for Wicked in this house. And this figure, again, it, it, it doesn't need super articulation. It doesn't need the detail. This figure uh, captures what we saw on screen really well. Talk about uh, face sculpts and everything. It does look like Wicked is a bit of a big frosty beard. Um, but that aside... Uh, it's it's accurate and it's got a just a pleasant face. If you bring the close up picture up or just hold the figure really close to your eyes, it it just looks like it's wicked. Like, hey, let's go have some snacks and topple an empire. What do you think? <laughs> good, good. Okay, let's go. eat eat your mama. Let's do it. And uh, the the staff, he's got a staff. It's it's really good, and he's got you know he has a. It's supposed to be like a pointy kind of spear end, right? But if you just look at this staff. In the figure form, it looks like he's got an ice cream cone on top. <laughs> yeah, some weird gray Endor ice cream. Yeah. So I just imagine Wicket walking around in the forest uh, offering ice cream to those who need it during a battle. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just like it. This is a charming figure. And this is the uh, one that, again, benefits from the simplicity of the line. So that's my number four. That is great. I saw that one and I considered it and I thought, I think Ken's got this mm. one. You know, I, I like his proportions of like he's got uh, he, he's ac- he's screen accurate. You know, he's got the mm. kind of a little belly and he looks like he's just ready to go for a waddle. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like going for waddles. Offer some people some soft serve and uh, get get ready to hear the term mission series a thousand times in this episode. I like that he's not single carded. He's a mission series. Comes with you know one of your other beloved characters, the biker scout, and that's so great to be like to compare like Sabine versus a stormtrooper. You know Obi Wan against his you know decades long rival Maul, <laughs> Wicket and a spear, and this the biker scout's going down. That's true. I I gotta I gotta get I gotta include more battle packs in my list because yeah you're right. I love the biker scout. And that is uh, the biker scout needs an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> to the face. That is like a dreams uh, pack for me. Wow, I didn't think about that. Biker scout and Wicked. Uh, I'll add that to my list. That's great. That's great. Uh, so for the Battle of Endor, we go uh, to your number three. Yes, in my number three, uh, I'm in fact doing the exact opposite of what we just talked about. I picked uh, one specific character out of a really large uh, battle pack uh, that is a part of the the first Saga Legend series. Uh, and it is the Battle of Geonosis number one. Uh, and this is one of those sets that I believe I saw around when I was getting ready to leave Minneapolis and probably saw it right away when I went to uh, Toys R Us the second day that I lived in Los Angeles. Um, and this uh, Battle of Geonosis is a bunch of really obscure characters uh, who are in it. It is uh, basically background Jedi and, and one clone. It's a Ro- Rowan Shire, Sarissa Jeng. Uh, she's pretty distinctive because she's got the weird hair braid and says, ha, uh, there's a clone named Commander Pons who is eventually killed by Ora Singh in the Clone Wars. But the reason I picked it out is this specific character, and it is 
Suffet Josel. And this is an action figure of what looks like a really straightforward Jedi. Uh, he is bald and has basic Jedi robes, cool, serious look. But, and this is why I'm in love with it, this is the Jedi who tossed the lightsaber to Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> in the Geonosian arena. Ah, that's a win. That's <laughs> a great one. That's a great one. Sephit Josel. Sephit Josel. Yeah, yeah, I think. Or who knows? Oh, yeah. Who knows? Sephjet, Sephjet, also Jossel. Wow, well, that's a Star Wars name. Uh, that is awesome. That is right up your alley. As, as an Obi Wan Kenobi fan, you need to. Uh, that uh, never mind that phone call. Um, <laughs> that's that's uh, the the Gene Ocean's calling, saying they're upset of uh, glorifying this battle. Uh, that is uh, that's awesome, man. That for as an Obi Wan Kenobi fan, you gotta have you gotta have this guy. Yeah, yeah, and I just I love that. This is the it's under the same banner of the saga legends where they're I mean, most of the carded saga legends are just like, let's go from the obscure to the the best of like, here's, mm -hmm. you know, Mace Windu and, and Boba Fett and Jango Fett and, and they're it's the badasses and the, yeah. the really well known characters the back to basics. And yet under that same banner, they have this detailed Battle of Geonosis set with characters yeah. that have. More articulation. Seth Jet Jostle has more articulation than Mace Windu, and they're in the same line. It's, wow. it's just bizarre. 14 points of background Jedi articulation. You need a lot of points of articulation to throw a lightsaber to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is great. I, and it, it speaks to, you know, our why we love these figures back in the day. You and I have talked every figure discussion around those little background characters getting their getting their moment in the sun and this is quite a pack yeah yeah could only be better if he was packaged with the jedi who threw the lightsaber to anakin who i had to look up because of this is a nikonis tasu there you go that, that should be a new pack and a new figure line the lightsaber tossers what the, <laughs> the tossing of the blades i am gonna start my uh, petition now started out um i also love because when i first brought up this line on jedi business to to, to like all right is there something for her uh, for us to list here i went right to the uh the other jedi sarissa jang but i didn't uh, you know you're looking at small small thumbnails on the screen and i thought why is there a pregnant padme with a lightsaber <laughs> and i clicked on it and was like oh i've made a huge mistake no that's yeah. not what that's, that's not what that is at all great choice great choice because uh yes that is a super battle pack right there. We're going to go to my number three right now. And this is going back to the section 2014, the second saga series, uh, saga legend series. And uh, you mentioned earlier, stylized. A lot of the rebels figures stylized to match the style of the show. Well, I'm going with a classic figure that I don't list much. I don't own much. And it just jumps out at me. It is C-3PO. Star mm. Rebels. Early on season one, he and R2-D2 have their big cameo to kind of pull people in. Hey, it's a new show, but familiar faces. Bail Organa's there too. It's actually a fun episode. Looking back, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I just kind of forgot. It was so early in the series and I, I, I really like it. And uh, I do love 3 p when it throws up, but like, it shows up. But I, I haven't, um, I just haven't collected droids. I've talked about that as much as I love R2. I don't have a lot of R2 figures. This one, Joseph, it just has 
that classic Macquarie face, which is a lot of Star Wars Rebels was was paying homage to, and you can just see Anthony Daniels inside emoting, being flummoxed and perplexed, and that silver, the silver leg, which is, you know, one of those first kind of, I don't know, Star Wars trivia points you grow up with, and you go, "Ah, did did you notice that C-3PO's got a silver leg? (laughs) So it just highlights it. Uh, I just love this figure. The way he's standing, it captures... uh, Captures C-3PO better than the most C-3PO figures I've seen over over the years. Yeah, I mean, 3PO is a character where you kind of can't go wrong with him having limited points of articulation since he actually does. (laughs) (laughs) And this one is great. It is way stylized. And especially if you click on the closest face up, uh, closest up to the face, uh, this is nightmarish. (laughs) (laughs) This is almost like it looks like an action figure of uh, somebody in the 70s uh, wearing a 3PO mask uh, and there may be a serial killer. It's creepy. (laughs) Yes, it looks like when you're like, check out these vintage Halloween costume pictures from 1897. There's a kid as a werewolf. It's a really real werewolf. Yes, the eyes are really human-like for being Troyed. Yeah, it's, you're right. Wow. Yeah. It's totally like, could you not find a Mike Myers mask? This'll do. This'll do. It, it does look like a, a, a kid cut out the cereal box. It is on set. <laughs> <laughs> I got my C-3PO mask. Wow, that's a that's a good that's a good pull, sir. Uh, yeah. Good. It's a good figure. Great, great selection. I need I need to check on this figure. I need to my add this to my life um that is my number three which means we're up to your number two i can do the counting and the counting of the number is two not three. <laughs> um my number two is oh you know it, it was almost my number one it's got a story to it uh it is sitting on my desk behind my computer as we record this uh it is another two-pack another mission series it is sidious versus yoda uh, these are great figures. The Yoda is pretty straightforward. Uh, comes with a nice uh, green lightsaber. Uh, his uh, little cloak is kind of open and ready for action. <laughs> yes. But the real selling point uh, of this and why I bought it when I was not in a period of buying other figures is not only is this like a great uh, Sidious Revenge of the Sith era robe with the brown and the black, but this is a face like no other Sidious face. He is frozen, smiling in the moment where he's delighted because he gets to fight Yoda. This is the uh, the the gif of the hands being delighted of the, my little green friend. You know, this is just insane, funny, frightening. It's beautiful. I'm so glad you went right to there because you could also move his hand and you could duke out of the safe and secure, but it is what you said. It's like, he's like inviting Yoda in for some hot chocolate. The, I, I was, Oh my God. It's, it's un, unlike any Sidious face I've ever seen. <laughs> right. But it's accurate to the movie. Yes. He's totally happy, but he's like, Hey, my little <laughs> friend, come on in. I've got some tea going. It's like, yeah, it's this great picture of the dark side where you don't think of the dark side that way because it's all about anger. And he's like, he's so happy he gets to do evil now. <laughs> it's my passion, really. Let me show you some more <laughs> things I love to do, Matt. It's, it's the best. It might be my favorite Sidious face. It's yeah. so good. It's so it's, good. And it's accurate. 
It's accurate. It's really hard to top. Is it, hello? Would you like to do an evil? It's just oh god, it's beautiful. So yeah, I saw this. I think I maybe saw it once and was like ah, oh. and then I saw it again. And this is really fun, Ken, to to, to go from our journey of you know ninety six, ninety seven with the power of the force and where we were in our lives. So I was not buying action figures. I didn't have a ton of money, and I was trying to control myself. That that era has long passed. Um, <laughs> but I was at Target with my wife, and I was like, I really like this. Look at this face. I probably shouldn't buy it. It's like, but you know what? I just heard from my new friend Ken, and he, he'd like me to come back on Jedi Alliance a couple times. So I was like, maybe this Star Wars talking will you know eventually lead to you know, making a little bit of money and and I can justify having purchased this action figure. My wife was like, you absolutely should. (laughs) So it paid off. My investment paid off. Look at that. Oh, look at that. No, yeah, absolutely. This is a must have. This, that is, because with the Palpatine face, they, 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 They've really, over the years, tried to capture just the evil, but, you know, sometimes it's so detailed, it looks like a withered prune. It looks like a true prune face, and and I think most of the faces are good, but this is specific, and it's a no. win. Yeah, it's great. It's a thing of beauty. I look at it every day, and it makes me happy. <laughs> As it should. Great choice for number two. Man, if that's number two, what is number one going to be? My number two is uh, sticking with the Rebels era, the Saga Legends series. This is a figure number 18 in the line from 2015. It is Cadet Ezra Bridger. Now, the reason I like this one, I, I, I think this is also one of those little weird traditions, whether it was, you know, mailing away for, you know, Luke and Stormtrooper disguise or Han and Stormtrooper disguise, all those things growing up or trying to get a hold of that one. I remember even just in the six inch black series line when I got a hold of uh, Han and Luke in Stormtrooper costume. It just is like I like it's alternate figures. It's a specific one to a scene or a moment. And this is uh, the the cadet Ezra episode with uh, Lier uh, Zionis, uh, Lier Zionis, yeah, uh, no, yeah, got yeah, spin a Zer Leonis, I'm a Z and L switch. <laughs> um, I love that episode. I love what it means, and I just love the look, and I love just the. It's an alt Ezra Bridger figure, like add to your collection, and it's got great detail. The helmet, uh, which can come on and off, and I do kind of like those weird kind of imperial training stormtrooper helmets that they got going on and uh it's not not, not brightly colored because it's the empire they're drab they're plain they're simple and uh, as much as i like ezra and like the other figures and like a lot of the figures from the rebels uh kind of line there i was drawn to this one because it 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 does definitely for me harkens back to the spirit of collecting from my childhood so ezra as a cadet on my list I think that is a great selection. And it is one of those things where it starts to feel like Star Wars. Because, you know, you, you get a lot of the individual uh, rebels uh, on on cards. And they're, they're, they're kind of stylized in this weird sort of straightforward way. Um, but this is the one where, like, oh, yeah, we're getting down into the details of this is an action figure from a specific episode. And I totally get that uh, that pull. Yeah, I, I, I and I, I kind of want one of them helmets in real life. It'd be great right now. <laughs> but, 
uh, easy to take, take on and off. Uh, and a great episode. Check it out. Check it out. So that is my number two, which means we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, we are going to have a couple honorable mentions and get to our number one figures in the Saga Legends lines. Stick around for more Star Wars Rank. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Hey, Four Center fans, don't forget, Four Center is on YouTube. Head over there to catch up with our new show, Star Wars Show and Tell. Joseph, Jennifer, Ken, and special guests sit down and share favorite items from their own Star Wars memorabilia collections. Plus, there's the In Memoriam video series, encore presentations of Databank Brawl, and special programming all there for you, and more shows on the way. It's Four Center on YouTube. Check it out. Four Center friends, make sure you're keeping up to date on all the great content from Jennifer Landa. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, you whippersnappers, Four Center's own Jennifer Landa continues to bring you fun, informative, and insightful laughs and moments. Also, Jennifer brings her experience and perspective as a Star Wars-loving mother to her DIY projects, blogs, and more. So be sure to head on over to JennyLanda.com. That's J-E-N-I-L-A-N-D-A.com for articles like how to make your own Darth Maul sneakers or 10 unique Star Wars baby gift ideas. Follow Jen on Twitter and Instagram at JenniferLanda and on TikTok as JenniferLanda1138. To Star Wars Ranked. And before we keep going, we always want to remind you that today's show is brought to you by Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash force center and try an audio book on us. We all this past week have been recommending the great book Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston. So try it out on us. Support the show and get yourself a cool Star Wars book. Go to audibletrial.com slash force center. And hey, Joseph, we're going to be looking at Queen's Peril real soon here on force center, are we not? Yeah, that's right. We're going to do a deep dive episode and we'll review and discuss and celebrate the book. As it deserves. Uh, where I, We are looking at Star Wars Legends figures from 2013 to 2015. Two lines we've squished into one because basically they are the same line. We've uh, gone through uh, the list. We've uh, seen faces of the smiling <laughs> face of evil. We've uh, seen some uh, creepy droid faces. Uh, a layup set at the kids. There's a lot going on with Facebook in this line. <laughs> we are going to move on to some honorable mentions before we get toward number one. What's on your list of figures that almost made the cut? Yeah, um, I am just mission series obsessed. Uh, you know, like I was saying, I really love the two packs because they got that dynamic of a story being told. Uh, a bunch of two packs there. Oh, it's uh, it's Luke and Leia when they first meet. It's, you know, this titanic battle between Sidious and Yoda. And this one just cracked me up that it was in the mission series. It is a great Yoda figure and a mm. cool R2 figure uh, as they have their epic fight over the lamp on <laughs> Dagobah. That is the mission that they're competing over. And it's actually a pretty good Empire Strikes Back Yoda, a pretty different one. Um, but he comes with the little lamp, and then R2 has the little extending arm uh, to fight for the lamp. So you can act out that, you know, greatest the greatest battle in all of Star Wars, the lamp fight. I, right? It's definitely, it definitely needed to be <laughs> up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this Yoda Man, I mean, the, the inclusion of the lamp is worth the price of admission for this. Figure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not the only lamp uh, having Yoda ever, but it might be one of the best. It's, it's pretty uh, simple yeah. and straightforward. I love it. 
Great choice. Um, Great. Yeah. And then, uh, so for my, my uh, another runner up is because, of course, I am Obi Wan obsessed. There is this um, three pack mission series, The Ghost, that comes with a great uh, Kanan and great Ezra. But then I didn't even know this existed. It comes with a hologram of Obi Wan Kenobi warning Jedi away. And I, man, yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> that's <laughs> a great you know i like uh collecting the unique uh obi-wans and that's a great right. really specific one and it is is it's it's, th- it's three and three quarters not just scale i mean it, it's it's three and three quarters right it's not like a tiny one right no it's it's three and three quarter and here's the other thing about it i don't unless you can turn his head i'm scanning here quickly uh yeah uh yeah yeah <laughs> The only thing you can turn is his head because his uh he's wearing his his Jedi cloak. His hands are together, so the robe closes. Uh, so he just has joint count one, ball jointed neck. So I guess you could get this figure and just roll uh, Obi Wan's head around <laughs> in either agony or trying to get out a neck crack. Uh, <laughs> it's like he's like a a ghost in the haunted mansion at Disney, just like singing to you, and his head just moves. That's yeah. That's that's great. Oh, it says he was a secret figure blacked out on the front of the packaging, but mentioned on the back of the box. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, just a couple others. Uh, there's a Luke Skywalker X-Wing pilot. That's It's very basic. It doesn't even come with a blaster or a lightsaber, but you can take his helmet off. Uh, and this one jumped out to me because it's perhaps the most realistic 70s uh, Luke Skywalker hair that I've seen on a Luke figure. <laughs> It's yeah. really, really uh, being honest about the style. <laughs> Not just on screen, but what we had to go through off screen. <laughs> yep. This is an action figure that reminds you what year A New Hope was actually made. <laughs> uh, and then the final thing for me to shout out is that this is another one that, that seemed to be like packaged with this, but from an earlier era, the Rise of Darth Vader set. Uh, mm. looks like all the characters are a little bit more articulated, but it's got a, a really strange screaming Palpatine, uh, a shock trooper with the great uh, clone trooper with the red armor, the chopper droid that I love, and uh, and Vader on a table, which is always fun. <laughs> Vader on a table, elf on a shelf. It's all good. That's a great one. <laughs> Those are some good honorable mentions, sir. Uh, this line again, when I first looked at it, I thought, oh, I wonder if we're gonna have enough. We, you know, it's not just we find things, things jump out at us, and there's a lot in these lines. It's the power of Star Wars, friends. For my honorable mentions, pretty simple. Uh, Wolf Waru, which is a, one of the Wookiees in uh, early um, episode of Rebels, when they go, as uh, uh, they go, uh, Visago gets involved, everything, and they go rescue some, some Wookiees. Uh, I remember that episode took, um, it might have just been because I was on 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 the old show talking about it, but it, uh, remember the design of of the Wookies took some heat, which is silly to think now. Yeah. Uh, or and also just to be, wow, the simple days of where our, our online Star Wars debate was around the designs of of Wookies on a, on a kids show. But you know, it was it was a little different. But this one just leans into it. It it captures it, uh, and I really like this figure, Wolf Wolf Waru. Yeah. Now looks like Bigfoot a little bit, and I'm all about that. So I like this. Yeah, has a nice, fun uh, underbite with his teeth there. Charming, yeah. charming indeed to the last. And uh, there's, there's a few. I like the Hera figure. It's uh, bright and bold and vibrant and, and and powerful like Hera herself. Some good Luke and Leia stuff in New Hope. But I gotta go to this pack. It's a pack, and it is the Han and Luke Hoth uh, uh, pack, so to speak. Um, it's a mis- mission series two pack. 
Uh, these are two, and it's not, uh, the, the, the hoods aren't really removable. It's just kind of is what it is. It's simple, harkening back to that old era, but it's a really good sculpt. Detailed. I'm looking at the Han uh, jacket and and the and the hood. It's 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 warm. It'll keep you warm, and it captures Harrison's face real well for a uh, simple line of figures. Yeah, he's got that crooked Harrison Ford smile going. That's pretty great. It does and Luke one's got some wampa damage, and I just have a special place in my heart for Hoth Luke. I have a Hoth Luke from the original Kenner line, and I had it. And I do believe over the years I repurchased it. It did not survive my garage sale purge of uh, 85. Um, and, but I just, much like the Y-Wing, it just is a toy I grew up with. So therefore, you're a little more connected to it. Hoth Luke is always one of my favorites because you could kind of move the uh, little scarf in front of him, cover his face when it got too cold in your in your kitchen. Uh, <laughs> I like this as well. Honorable mention. Almost made it. Almost made it. So with those honorable mentions out of the way and on the record, we're going to go to our number one. As always, I'll go first. So Joseph can close the show with his number one. And I am going to a bad guy, a villain. Uh, we are my number one just captures captures not only just the character as we saw it on star wars rebels it's a great just figure and then it makes me appreciate the design of the figure maybe even more than i did when i first was introduced to the character on star wars rebels and i am talking about the grand inquisitor from 2014 now this specifically is the long tears version the second release the first release uh the tears on his face uh not as long not as screen accurate so they redid it and the second one comes out I and I don't even think I I don't think I still struggle with this, but I still sometimes go, hmm, it's an interesting choice. I like it, but hmm, how does it fit into Star Wars? The Inquisitors, the Inquisitor, what's the word? I forget. Uh, Inquisitoris, I think, for the whole group. Yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. Um, I don't know if I was fully on board with. I I, I appreciated that you needed a villain. He's one that couldn't be Vader. You had Callus, but. The plans, obviously, for Kallus were a little different. And you needed a dark side representation, right? If you couldn't have the Emperor Invader around all the time. So I, I, I got the Inquisitor. I got the Grand Inquisitor. But I, I just was like, I don't know. I don't know. But in seeing this figure, seeing it on the shelves, it is one of those things that you and I talk about. You, you don't know till you see it. I was like, that feels like Star Wars. And I like it. And I started to change my tune about it just because it, lo- it will look good on a shelf. I gotta, I gotta give a second glance at it as a character and a concept. So that's why my number one is the Grand Inquisitor for making me appreciate the Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> that is a great uh, choice and in uh, great points as to why this is definitely a character that an action figure that just looks like if you didn't know Star Wars yet and you're like, oh, cool, scary looking action figure. Uh, the Inquisitor fits the bill, especially uh, with the long tears, extra scary. And yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to launching back into Rebels is you were talking about it. I, I think I was reminded how, you know, you and I have both talked about how it felt like maybe they were selling like original trilogy style is back a little hard and, and that made us both bump and, and yep. resisted a little bit. But I'm also now appreciating it from, you know, if, big if, Filoni did get the mandate of like, we want to set it closer to the original trilogy. We want a, a young person 
on the light side. So we have a coming of age character. We need a scary dark side guy with a red lightsaber. And Ted was given the marching orders of take us back to basics. And then Filoni being so well-versed in Star Wars saying, okay, how can I do that while still respecting all the storytelling we've done in Clone Wars and everything else? That makes me appreciate the Inquisitor even more because it's uh, well-accomplished. Well, yeah, well accomplished. Well, well accomplished indeed. Yeah, and uh, again, just in terms of a figure, this just it looks it looks great on a shelf. Uh, those long tears, man, you got to have long tears. <laughs> yeah, gotta well, have long tears. There you go. My number one from the Star Wars uh, Saga Legends series, the Grand Inquisitor. Which means, sir, we we are up to your number one. My number one, Ken, often my number one is the one that has maybe the longest story to it for me or the biggest yeah. emotional impact. Uh, this had the biggest emotional impact because I didn't know that the figure existed and my whole reason why could be summed up in the word awesome. <laughs> this is a figure that is an awesome character and is just an awesome figure, even if you never saw any of the content. And it is the Jedi Temple Guard. Oh, man, I'm looking at this figure and I'm having a hard time even talking about it because I just want to yeah. look at it. You know, the Jedi Temple Guard, we see them in Clone Wars. We, we develop more in Rebels. They're just one of the coolest designs. It's one of those uh, designs that is clearly of that Clone Wars prequel era. And, you know, Rebels is one of the places where we got to see the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy aesthetics start to blend even though it's all really through this uh, Macquarie filter and I think the Jedi Temple Guard is a great example of that uh, but just in terms of liking the uh, the Jedi characters the bounty hunter characters not that he's a bounty hunter but the mask right in the cloak and the weird keys on the belt you could just see this figure have just know that it's a Jedi Temple Guard if I saw this figure in 1985, I would have lost my mind because it would have just oh, been yeah. great tip of the iceberg storytelling of what is all this about? And then, of course, the double-bladed yellow lightsaber. And the yellow lightsaber only goes on to have more significance uh, with Rey Skywalker. So that's really cool to see it in action uh, figure form and the idea that, oh, there are a lot of different jobs you can have in the Jedi Temple and, oh, all of that. All that is baked into this one action figure. So by far, the Jedi Temple Guard is my number one in this line. And the forces at work here, we didn't necessarily, uh, we, we always try to you know, know what characters and figures we're going to be talking about on rank. But to sync it up with Inquisitor, my number one leading into the Jedi Temple Guard, that's what he used to be. And a lot of uh, his problems are tied to that and not being able to get into the archives and not being able to. <laughs> He could guard it, but not allowed in. Uh, this is uh, there's a lot to that story, and this is it's a spectacular design. The way the yellow plays off his uh, his mask and and his little uh, robe with his yellow saber is is it's just a beautiful, calming design. I uh, yeah. appreciate that. And as someone who who had a, a, a career that uh, dealt with access control, uh, having a set a good set of keys on your belt, I always appreciate. <laughs> so. I know. If you had asked me, like, what would make a Star Wars action figure unbelievably cool to you? <laughs> I wouldn't have thought a massive collection of keys. But here we are. <laughs> it is one of the things that makes him incredibly cool. 
And and for a line that we keep talking about was, uh, you know, back to basics. And this was uh, released in 2015. So maybe a year or two to, to make some changes. I mean, this is really detailed. You don't need the points of articulation on this one. This is an absolutely detailed uh, figure. A lot of thought put into everything on it. Uh, from the gauntlets around his uh, his wrists, his, his face, his, the way the hood falls, the, those keys, those keys. It's it's just one of the best Star Wars figures I've seen in a long time, I'm going to say, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, and just great celebration, as you pointed out, of uh, we're stepping into the modern era where all these different uh, aesthetics and eras of Star Wars are starting to come together a little bit more and just all be one great, big, beautiful, strange story. I love it. A great choice to round up and round out our list of our favorite and the best of the Star Wars Saga Legend series figures. There are some lines forthcoming. We might have to do some combining because, uh, well, you know, as we move on from this point, Joseph, uh, Joseph, the, the lines, as we know, are not as robust. We're going to find a way, though. We'll find. <laughs> There's some good ones, though. Absolutely. So uh, before we uh, sign out of here, I want to remind you of where to find uh, Force Center, or at least engage and join the conversation. Go to Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. Maybe share us a pic- picture of your favorite figures from this line if you have them or own them and have taken them out of the packaging. You can uh, find us on YouTube as well. We got in memoriam videos, Star Wars show and tell, and a lot of uh, fun things like uh, encore presentations of Databank Brawl and our great animated Databank Brawl episode by the the wonderful Brian Ward, also a collector and uh, photographer of great Star Wars figures. Check out Brian's stuff as well. Uh, you can get merch for Star War, uh, for Force Center on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. If you want to support, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash Force Center. Your support makes cool things happen like the great, relatively new, it's been a few episodes now, but new music from the great Tony Thaxton uh, that every time I play, man, especially the intro, I just get happy and ready. <laughs> Star Wars. That's all because of you and your support out there on Patreon. We've got our own things going on as well. You can follow me at Ken Knapsack and KenNapsack.com to get information on all the shows uh, that are I, I, I produce or put out or am a part of. And maybe one day soon in 2025, I'll be able to do live comedy again uh, around this great country. But there will be the update. And just where can they go find you and your stuff? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw and then all of my other various comedy adventures on my website. Uh, You can get links there to my podcast, Obsessed, uh, other future live shows as well. And that's all at josephscrimshaw.com. Do it, my friends. Click, click, click. But more importantly, keep celebrating Star Wars with you. We'll see you next time. Star Wars has been ranked. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.